I believe we can change the world. But first, we've got to stop living in fear of being judged for who we are. Hi, I'm Janisha Alora, founder of the number one leading female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia, supporting 1 million women to own and love the F word. Being fabulous, having freedom, financial independence, and family. With a challenge to women everywhere to stop talking themselves out of their dreams, so why? Secrets of the Soul Rich Woman Blueprint identifies the excuses to let go of, the behaviors to adopt, and the skills to acquire on the path to growth, confidence, and believing in yourself to be recognized as a leader online, get clients online, and to have more impact on the world. Stop believing the lies about who you are so you can become who you were meant to be. You are just an F word away from the life you want, the marriage you want, the family that you want is going to be fueled by the business and life you build. Join me, be a soul rich woman. Alone we are strong, together we are unstoppable. Welcome to the show. I have a free gift for you. Go download Secrets of Personal Branding and How Do You Delegate 80% of Your To-Do List so that you can make money online while focusing on your zone of genius. Go to soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. I want to be sharing with you how, you know, at the beginning of my life, I didn't have a lot of friends and was being the odd one out and how I overcame it to be who I am today, being confident, assured, and knowing that I have the five people whom I want to hang out with the most. And well, first and foremost, um, I was supporting myself through school since I was 14 years old. It was tough. And because I was poor, I didn't have a lot of money, I was not the same as the other person, like the mean girls or the cool girls who know how to make themselves beautiful, they know how to make themselves look good. Whereas for me, I was the outcast, I was the odd one out because I had really short hair, really tomboy, I was hairy, I was ungroomed, I had bushy eyebrows. I had dark eye circles and I look haggard and I already look old for my age because I didn't know how to take good care of myself. And even though my mom took very good care of me, it was because I had to support myself through school. I was stressed at school as well, constantly being bullied and kind of sums out the whole experience and you know of who I am. So... I was constantly being bullied and therefore I didn't have a lot of friends as well. So in school, being misplaced, I feel very isolated. So I don't really talk to people. I just need to talk to my schoolmates, my classmates for talking purposes and that's about it. And even though I served on board as a on an, on choir, I was um, one of I was I, I can't really remember was I soprano, but I remember I was in choir. I was also in uh, student council, which is like a prefect in school. And I did. I was kind of like 
having good friends like guys. To me, girls is like difficult to talk to and there's so many read between the lines and I'm just so straightforward as a person that I find it very difficult to communicate with girls, right? So, and because of all the bitchiness and being constantly um, ostracized, backstabbed and bullied by the girls, even more, I didn't want to have any girlfriends. I want to have just guy friends. And even I had very good girlfriends my girlfriends, even up to today, um, they are still we are still friends, okay. And she is a very also a very straightforward person. Don't really like uh, to gossip and just want to hang out and you know serve positive vibes, right? So we kind of like attract the same people. So I did feel very depressed when I was in school. Whether it was in secondary school, I, I went to junior college. Um, and then I didn't do well in school and then I continued to um, polytechnic to do my occupational therapy diploma. And I was still constantly facing that um, kind of like not being accepted. And there was I still remember there was one incident um, besides bullying in secondary, secondary school. Let me bring you forward to even when I was in polytechnic, uh, which, which kind of... Kind of find it, I find it very weird because there was this girl who also failed. I mean, I, I didn't do well because I was busy making money. <laughs> in I mean, like doing part time work when I was in poly, and because I like I said, I need to support my own education. So I, I besides school hours, I need to work outside of school hours. So I was very tired and and constantly, you know, busy with with life, right? So there was this girl who failed. Uh, her subject, her her school subject, uh, one of our um, key key topics that we need to pass in order to graduate to the next level, which is the third year or final year, and me and her both failed the same subject. It is key to being graduated, right? Um, in the end, the lecturer kind of retained her, and they promoted me, even though I failed the subject matter. And when I went to the next level, the third year, everybody was even more like ostracizing me and simply because I was just different because everyone else was doing like school only and I'm like the only one juggling school and work and so many other things. So when I asked the lecturer why they didn't promote the other girl and why they promoted me, they did share with me that they saw potential in me. They knew that I had to support myself through school. They knew that I was going through a very tough time and they saw the potential in me. They believed in me that I didn't fail because I'm, I, I wasn't good academic, academically. Um, I mean, academically. Okay, but it was because of me being really hard work on the outside, you know, doing my part-time jobs and things like that. So they said that if you were to focus and bring back your time back in school, you'll be able to do well with flying colours. And true enough, in the third year, um, I kind of put my foot down and said, okay, I'm going to take on less part-time jobs and teach less um, outside of school and put all my time back into school to, to do more of the subject. So I had to do extra 12 assignments in that semester. In that, in that semester. 12 assignments, which means it's like, you know, writing a lot of, doing a lot of writing and research at the same time. So everyone was doing X number of subjects. I was doing one additional one because of the one I failed. And because of that, I had to kind of do less um, 
do less kind of my work and being put on uh, more more of uh, my thoughts and my work and effort into that assignment. And in the end, um, I, I would say I come out okay and facing all the, the people who didn't like me and say bad things about me and say that, you know, Janisha should not have been promoted, she should have been demoted, you know, being kept at the level because first she didn't do well, she's always busy with life and all these things. But you see, sometimes when there are people who don't believe in you and people who, who whom always think that you're the odd one out, there will be always other mentors or people at a higher level looking at you and saying that actually you have the potential. You have the, the power to overcome and go to the next level. And I am so glad that my, my lecturers at that point they believed in me and gave me that chance. And knowing that, it was so tough for me to, you know, balance between school and work. And because they believed in me and they gave me the opportunity to go to the next level, the, the third year, I, I told myself, I'm going to work very hard. And I want to be a role model to many other people out there who, you know, never giving up and knowing that failure is not an option. So fast forward moving today. How I overcame is I set myself a mindset that, you know, it's not the number of quantity of friends you have, but the quality of the people around you. You are the average of the five people that you hang out with the most. Who are you spending time with? And, you know, there are people who are naysayers and dream slayers out there. And they are there to put you down. They are there to make fun of you. They are there to kind of like, pull you back whenever you walk five steps forward and then they pull you ten steps back. And you have to start building and try walking all over again. Like climbing out of a well, knowing that you know that life outside the well, you know, deep inside the well, nothing is going to change your life. But by climbing out of the well, you know for sure that you will be able to have a better life, to see a different perspective and to see a different light. So I make a conscious effort of whom I spend my time with. And I am very aware not to give out my time consciously um, to people whom I think that are not important and focus on people who matters to me. And that will be my family. And that will be my business partners. And that will mean my direct partners um, whom I'm working with. So that, you know, the women in the community is so rich women. And by doing so, allow me to maximize my hours and my time to be able to give to them. Because my vision is to empower and equip 1,000, 1 million millions of women out there to own and love the F word. And being the odd one out is never easy because people may think that we are not good for them. It's just because we are vibrating at a level that irritates their demons within them. Yeah, you know, we are vibrating at a level where we are irritating them. So, so be it. So let's continue to vibrate at the highest possible level and higher possible energy so that we send good vibes and attract the highest 
possible people you know, around us. And I'm glad that today I got to hang out with Elena Cardone, wife of Grant Cardone. I got to hang out with Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, Cheryl, Cheryl Sandberg, Mary, Mary Buffett, and so many more great people out there. Because when you truly open up your minds and you decide that it's okay to be the odd one out, it's okay to vibrate at the way, at the highest energy level, to attract like-minded people into your life, that's when you know your life is going to be transformed, your life is going to be different. You are the average of the five people that you hang out with the most. Quality of friends supersedes the quantity of friends. Who you hang out with will determine where you go towards. So I would like to encourage you today. Who are you hanging out with today? Are you living the life you want? If you are not, then do something about it. If you don't weed out the wrong people from your life, the good ones will never come. So keep shining. I hope this story inspired you. I, I cried a little. I just felt so much emotions. And I'm, as I'm sharing with you, I'm also letting go. And I hope to speak to you and share with you more on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me today. I would love for you to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram and share with me your thoughts on today's episode at Janisha Allura. G-E-N-E-C-I-A-A-L-L-U-O-R-A Alternatively, you can send me an email at hello at soulrichwoman.com H-E-L-L-O at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com I have a free gift for you on our website, Secrets of Personal Branding, and also how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so that you can make money online and focus on your zone of genius. And that is available at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com Join the number one leading female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia, connecting more than 200,000 women across the region. Be a soul-rich woman. Dream to shine. Woman leader. Leader activated. Alone, you are strong. Together, we are unstoppable.